Welcome back to the Live More Right podcast, everybody. I'm Cody Liu, joined as always by Eric Elliott. Hey, guys. And for this week's episode, we are going to be talking about relationships in CrossFit, how it relates to CrossFit, I suppose, sort of across the board, whether it's whether it's significant others or family relationships or, or friendships that have to do with CrossFit like that. We're going to talk about sort of sort of those types of relationships that culminate uh, that we see build, built through CrossFit, right? Yeah, I mean, we've kind of glanced at it over in, in weeks past, I guess, talking about like the CrossFit membership in terms of free – uh, free friendships, if you will, when you sign up. But yeah, it's it's, it's interesting because like when you, I mean, depends on how you define relationships too because there's a ton of different avenues we can go with that when it comes to like what a relationship means and where that goes in terms of um, how that involves or how it is involved in CrossFit, if at all. Yeah, absolutely. We obviously a big, a big theme throughout talking about CrossFit is the community and and the interactions and and those relationships if you will that that come out of it so where where i actually want to start with it is is talking about sort of crossfit and significant others whether it's wives girlfriends boyfriends whatever it is because i think between you and i we we have two very different stories when it comes to that so i'll start with myself my my girlfriend Amy does not do CrossFit, and I've I've asked her if she if she wants to do it. I haven't. I don't really push that too hard on her. She she is she has worked on her fitness and done and done bodybuilding and, and those sort of fitness competitions before. So she she has an idea of 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 being of being fit and and working out and things like that. And I've I've it out there where if she wants to do crossfit she totally can and she hasn't really hasn't really jumped on that which is which is totally fine by me i think it it would be it's really cool when when couples do crossfit together and it's something that they can bond over and it's really great i also think it's just as good if they do separate things like for uh, for example you know we I, I spend a lot of time with it, with Amy, obviously. We live together and all that, and that kind of a thing. And not that I don't enjoy spending time with her, but sometimes it is nice to just have something separate from what uh, from what I'm doing with her, and have sort of my own thing going on. And she has her own stuff going on and stuff like that too. And and sometimes sometimes it can be a healthy thing to have to have something that you don't always do with your, with your significant other. Yeah, totally. And if, and if we kind of go on the flip side of that, I know, and I'll let you talk about that a little bit more since it's, it pertains to you more where I know your, I know your girlfriend Kaylee also does CrossFit sometimes at Morai, sometimes at another gym. And that's that you guys bond over, which I think is, is great as well. So maybe talk a little bit about, how how doing how both of you doing crossfit fits into your lives and 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 what that means for for your relationship together yeah it's it's definitely an interesting dynamic for sure i i agree with you there's a lot of even within kelly and i's relationship um there's a lot of things that 
I like that she doesn't like that makes the relationship work well together. Um, like even last week, just watching the Raptors game and watch them clinch the championship. I'm very much a sports dude and understand basically how every sport works. Um, but she was watching the game and outside of knowing the score, she had no idea what was going on. Um, so like there's, there's a lot, like there's two different types. I mean, multiple different types, but, um, there's good aspects of it for sure. But I met Kaylee in a CrossFit gym. Um, I'm, I met her when she was doing, uh, she was doing squat cleans with another coach. Um, and then I, lukewarm introduced myself at that time and then we've been dating for like i think she told me the other day 16 months so um when it comes to uh when it comes to crossfit yeah like it we've i've often i mean i've been with her for a long time but um i've not often been her coach so that's like that's something new to me when it comes to her being in the same class as me um coaching her through a class because you know when you're in a relationship you definitely want it's it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of give and take. Um, and you know, being in a relationship is not always easy to, when you're in a coaching situation, it's almost like you're putting someone, the coach on another level than you. Um, like you're putting them at a, they're in a more knowledgeable position, um, than you. Uh, and I think if you don't know if, if your relationship isn't strong, it can be a hard place to get criticism from someone that, is supposed to be your partner in things. Um, so I, I know we've battled with that, but I think that um, it's actually worked out really, really well over the last little bit as well. But, you know, there's, there's also types of crossfitters, for example, and, you know, it might be, it might be in our future, but it might not be that, you know, we can't work out together or we can work out together. I know there's plenty of CrossFit couples out there that, um, they'll, they, they both do CrossFit, but just can't do the same workout at the same time. Cause they're going to butt heads. Um, we haven't been that way for sure. Like we are, it's not that we're doing partner competitions or anything, or anything like that. But, uh, for the most part, we're able to handle that kind of adjustment, if you will, or just dynamic relatively well. Um, she's kind of like me that is, is very competitive. So even if she doesn't acknowledge it to anyone who's listening to this um she is watching across the gym when when she's doing a class and workout and watching where someone else is um so that's something that we both have in common that way um but i think she's just she's still getting into the sport of it but also just the fitness modality as well so we we fit out in line with that like and i think that you and amy are, in the, are obviously in line with core values as well like you know a lot of her core values is is to self-improvement just like mine and it's like not and for those couples that don't work out together like yourself and amy like it's not that you it's not that amy doesn't believe in self-improvement like like you do right it's just a different aspect of it and how it manifests it because she's obviously still into to physical activities like golf and stuff like that too right so yeah i think it's interesting how it just kind of manifests itself in different ways when it comes to um, your partner or your spouse working out in CrossFit and if you, they do it at the same time. Yeah, I've, I've definitely seen it where, where couples just straight up either work out at different gyms or if they're at the same gym, they work out at different class times because it just, they just won't gel together, whether it's, mm-hmm. whether it's from a competitive standpoint or like you said, because you're a coach, separating, separating that that's i guess that label of 
getting critiqued from a coach as opposed, opposed to getting critiqued from your significant other and, 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 and compartmentalizing that. And in terms of, yeah, with, with like in my situation where Amy doesn't do CrossFit, she does other things for fitness and things like that. Being, being okay with, you know, other, other forms of fitness. And I know it's when it comes, when it comes to CrossFit, it's very, it's, it's very addicting and it gets the, the, the connection a lot of people who do CrossFit have with, with CrossFit itself is very, very strong. So it's sometimes I've seen it where people just, they just don't understand why, why someone would do something other than CrossFit because CrossFit is the be all and be all end all of fitness, which there's, which it's, it's as great as it is. And I think we've said it before that like CrossFit didn't really reinvent the wheel. It, it's combined a bunch of different methodologies that all of which worked on their own and putting them together and all that kind of stuff. So sometimes I would say someone with a more of a hardcore mindset could, you know, could, could end up not understanding why someone would want to do anything else. And then that could end, you know, end up butting heads with, with someone who doesn't do CrossFit, especially if, if they're together or in the same household or what have you like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, like a lot of the times too, that people might think that if you know, if you're, if you're, if you met someone or you met your significant other through CrossFit, um, that like might be only the only thing you have in common together. And if, I think if that is the case, um, similar to the friendships that you might make in CrossFit, the relationship probably doesn't last that long. Like there's a lot of friends. If, it, if you take it away from the significant other, just into friends, you know, if you meet someone at the gym and, and your only thing that you guys gel on is, is the fact that you do CrossFit, the conversations can only go so long and so deep. Right. So yeah, like I think it might, in a lot of cases that like Kelly and I started on, on CrossFit, but it came, became more, more than that because there's a lot more in common after that, similar to the, a lot of the friendships I've had in CrossFit where it's been like, you know, like you're just talking about a workout and you gel after a workout and then two weeks later you're talking about the open. And then after that, you guys, you're like, you're sharing a beer and going out and talking about like, you know, your, your history, like where you, where you came from, where you went to school, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And sort of on the, on the topic of friendships, we can dive a little bit deeper into that where, like I said, it's, it's no secret that community is super, super important and a big part of, of what makes CrossFit so great. And I've seen it, especially here at Moirai, where people who may not necessarily have, I wouldn't say wouldn't have gotten along, but just haven't in, wouldn't have interacted with each other otherwise, have become super, super close friends through CrossFit. And, and it goes beyond, like you said, just, just talking about workouts or coming into the gym and having a good time where they end up, they end up spending, spending time together and hanging out and doing things outside of the gym and, and, and building actually really strong bonds, which I've seen happen a lot, especially here. And I think that's super great. I have, I have a group of friends that I met that I've known for a few years now that I met at a gym 
Uh, one of them got married a few weeks ago. I went to his wedding. I was in his wedding. Actually, I was one of his groomsmen. Or we're, we're a super tight group of buddies. Another guy in that group was actually my intro coach. He coached my intro class when I first started CrossFit almost six years ago. And yeah, it's like you said, the having having CrossFit and, and working out together and things like that sort of started started this bond because we had this little thing in common. And then as you get to know these people, you find out that you have a lot more in common and and that and that can that can culminate into into some pretty pretty strong bonds and friendships that that can that can last a really long time. Yeah, like I think, like I said, when you start off, like it's it's very simple to see um, what you have in common with a bunch of people. Like you're, it literally goes from like, how was your friend time? And you give that person, you give John across the gym a high five and, and then it either blossoms or doesn't blossom. But I think one of the things that is different with CrossFit, like whereas, you know, I've spent years working out in like a YMCA or just a university gym or something like that. Um, and you know, you might, you might work out at the exact same time every day and that, that same other person does and you see them, but you have your headbuds in, head AirPods in, they have theirs yeah. in. And the only time like you might chat with them is if you're like, Hey, are you done with the bench? Are you done with like, you're, you're asking them basically a question if they're done with a piece of equipment so you can get onto it like it's a basically it's a very selfish based question which is not the wrong it's not wrong to be asking it but like you're only asking questions that you have a direct interest in right whereas like in a crossfit gym it's not uncommon and i would say it's on a daily basis that as warm-ups are going through people are talking about like how was your weekend what'd you do did you do anything exciting how's your dog like how's your how's your kids do you guys go to any sports do you go any hikes like all this kind of stuff that happens over the weekend um, that people are talking about inside of a CrossFit gym. The first couple times when you go to one, I think it's kind of almost weird because if you, if, especially if you've come from like that global gym environment where you just shut up and work, um, it's it's like it's almost kind of weird. You're like, is am I just socializing? Am I supposed to work out at any point? And and then you like then you obviously get hammered by a hard workout. Um, but it's, it's just, yeah, it's so different that way. And then the other thing too, I, I like, I just find that CrossFit attracts a certain type of person. Like it's, I've seen obviously people inside of the gym have, you know, negative days where things are going on and they're, you know, they're just stressed or didn't sleep as much as they, as they would. And they go through darker periods, but I don't know if I like, I don't know if I ever seen like a, a real contrarian who's consistently been with like us at least or another gym that I've ever been a part of that's been just over and over and over and like negative Nelly every time you come in it, they just, for the most part, they just don't exist. Like they almost self select out or they change. Right. Like, again, we can talk about like one of the guys who listens to it and is on the podcast a couple weeks ago, like Justin, like he was a guy that was, he went through periods where he was a little bit negative um, or was harder to approach, but now for sure he's one of the easier guys that most new people will have no problem talking to. I think like someone described him to carry as the nice guy with glasses. Like, so like it's, it, I think those types of people make it a lot easier to start relationships within CrossFit for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's funny to, to see the, the difference in the dynamic between like a global gym where again, if, 
most people will have headphones in listening to music doing their own thing and if you're the guy like running around trying to talk to everybody you're the, you're the weirdo like everyone's like who the hell is this guy bugging everybody during their workouts and stuff where you flip that over to crossfit and it, it's it's definitely encouraged for people to come in and you know talk about their day their week their, you know how was your weekend all that kind of a, all that kind of stuff and it's yeah like you said it's not uncommon for us to spend like 10 15 minutes in class just just chatting mm-hmm. and i think because of that just just that that more open environment in and of itself is already just promotes yeah that that type of person who who is who is a little bit more social or or will promote building those relationships a little bit more than everybody throwing some headphones the workouts on the board just do what you're supposed to do on your own time and and when you're done you're done it's um again that that open welcoming environment the fact that everything is done together everyone does the warm-up together the coach leads everything everyone everyone warms up at the same time everyone starts the workout at the same time and then obviously at the end of it you know talking about how the workout went while still trying to catch your breath and dripping sweat all over the floor and i've said it a few times to to a lot of people to people recently especially doing new intros and stuff that you know we do these one-on-one intros and i and i say like once you get into class this is going to feel this is you know it'll it'll be just as hard but but you know because you have other people suffering with you 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 get that you get that sense of camaraderie and, and misery loves company and all that kind of stuff so i think just just that group mentality in general definitely definitely helps with building those bonds and and promoting that that community aspect of crossfit that's that's so that's so popular and famous yeah i think the other thing too like a lot of times i shouldn't say a lot of times but there's quite a few times that i mean we help we hold events and stuff like that too like christmas parties you know parties here and there but you know it's not that uncommon for like if it's a 5 30 class and the guys are throwing down a hard workout they'll grab a beer after and like just sit there on the couch and kind of just chat and hang out um name another gym unless it's it, it's a like an equinox where they're trying to sell you on the couch where they actually have a couch for you to just it's designated to actually hang out they want you to be there whereas in like a global gym environment they're hoping when you sign up that you never walk through the doors like it's it's a space issue like if if you come into their gym they're like oh oh we have to make it bigger and most of those big gyms have like hundreds of members and if everyone was in there at the same time everyone's leaving at the same time because they're canceling their memberships because there's nowhere to work out there's no space so like we we thrive and crossfit gyms thrive on you know you coming to the gym hanging out as much as you can there and then hanging out afterwards and staying and bonding with those relationships that you created yeah for sure it's that's that's a good that's actually a really good point where you know, you look at a global gym and they might have, you know, they might have two or three benches, two or three squat racks, two or three, you know, pec fly machines or doing whatever. And if, you know, in, in our classes, there are times where we've had, you know, 15, 
you know, 15 to 20 people in one class all doing the same thing. And you hear it all the time. People come, you know, sometimes people complain, especially in January, people say, oh, like, I'll avoid going to, you know, going to my good life in January because it gets so busy that you, you're just, just standing around waiting for machines or, or stations all the time. And obviously being able to accommodate large groups like that in CrossFit definitely helps with, with that issue of numbers. Um, I had never really thought about it un until you sort of just said it about how if, if everybody came at the same time, not, nothing like everyone would leave at the same time because it's because nothing would be happening which uh, yeah yeah which i i had never actually thought about it that way yeah it's it's like i said it's just a, it's a space issue right and it's it's a hard thing and then when we when we get higher you know those higher volume periods of time where people are coming to the gym january september are those times usually in the fitness industry we're accommodating like ask those big gyms if they would shut down you know, and create hours of time for new people to come in uninterrupted without any sort of actual like intimidation period. Cause you know, when, if you're looking to start up a new, a new change in your life and kind of reinvigorate yourself on January 1st, you're coming to the gym at the same time as everyone else who has been there for months. So you're going to look across the gym and see one of some behemoth lifting like 550 pounds or something. Yeah. Whereas like here, like we really, we work hard at, at, actually making sure that you have the time and the space to yourself starting up with other beginners so that it's not in any way shape or form intimidating and it's your floor like you get that space that space is yours no matter what it's not like we're kind of and then like vice versa we're not cutting part of members at that point either right we're not taking anything away from members we're adding to existing time periods yeah absolutely and then you also think about how at, at like in that global gym environment, everyone's trying to everyone's trying to avoid that busy time. You know, they 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 want it to be slow, so like like we said, so they don't have to wait for a station or a machine or something like that. And unless they don't really have any other choice. And when it comes to CrossFit, I would say I wouldn't say there's none of that because there are definitely people who just like prefer to be in smaller classes. So they'll work out at certain times because they get, maybe they'll get um, a, you know, a little more one-on-one -on -one time with a coach or something like that. But I don't think, I don't think the busy times is something that, that people, that people sort of scoff at or, or, or try to avoid all of the time because a lot of the times most, like most people will have like two or three people that, they either work out with all the time or, or they talk to you and they're like, Oh, are you going to the gym at this time? Cool. I'm going to go too because they want to work out together in that group setting. And, and there are times where, where a certain, a certain class time might be busier than others and, and the groups get pretty big, but a good, a good number of the times those big classes are actually super fun because of the number of people that are in the class. And it's, it's, it's a super dynamic dynamic environment and then there's lots going on and loud music and it's, it, it can be definitely a fun environment to be a part of just as much as the smaller classes with two or three people and, and a coach coming around uh, with, a, with a little bit of a closer eye on everybody yeah absolutely those are those are things that are make it like way harder um and everyone's just individual in terms of how that works yep. one of the bigger classes too like and it's 
it's kind of ironic is that like Saturday 9 a.m. class seems to be growing more and more every week I come in on like 10 a.m. on Saturday I'm like holy crap for people in like that class half of them obviously being teens yeah yeah so that's that's another interesting thing we have for those of you who don't know which I'm pretty sure most people know now but we have we have a teens class that has two two classes during the week and then on Saturdays they actually get to join the regular CrossFit class with um, with the grown-ups with the adults and it's actually a really cool it's a really cool thing to see because I mean our teens class the the ages in the teens class and we call it teens class but they run anywhere I think what's what's the youngest I think I think, yeah, I think 10 or 12. 10 yeah. or 12 somewhere there. Up, to, up to like 14, 15-ish. Um, and there's a good number of them. But yeah, in those Saturday classes when they get to, they get to join their regular CrossFit, um, CrossFit class, they, a lot of like the, the teens who do come to that class end up working out with their parents who are members at the gym as well which um, is a really cool thing to see one, because obviously you get that, you get that family bonding experience of, of doing a workout together because Saturdays are almost always partner workouts here at Moirai. And so not only, not only are you getting some, some of that family bonding time, but then the parent is setting a good example for the, for the child or the teen because you know, they're working out with them and, and showing them that, that fitness is an important thing in their lives and, and something that they can do together and can be fun. Yeah, and I think that, like, you've seen it a lot of times, too. Like, if you're there, that you know, you'll see Brent, Coach Brent, who we hope to have on soon, and, uh, and Ryan Graham, like, they'll have their, their kids in, and they'll actually, like, they'll have little competitions with their kids, like, and I think it's a really positive thing. I mean, I grew up, my dad was definitely into fitness, but I mean, if you know me, I'm kind of an introvert. My dad is like an introvert on steroids. Like he just doesn't like talking to people um, where I think that he would have loved to get into CrossFit. Like he was into team sports and stuff like that too. But I think that it's, it's good to see your parents um, working out, but from your parents' perspective, like, you know, it's a great lesson to teach your kids. What better way to teach your kids to exercise and to take them with you and do it with them. Right. Like show them that you're doing the right things and then you go home and that just translates into other aspects of their lives that um, makes everything much easier. You know, you're, you're watching what you eat, you're eating the correct kinds of foods, you're creating relationships with foods that you're supposed to be doing with kids rather than uh, waking up in the morning and just saying like today's pancake day and we're going to destroy that and watch Netflix for seven hours. Like, yeah, like, you know, eating pancakes after a nice workout like that, like that's, there's an educational component within that for sure. Um, the same as like taking your kids to the gym and it's, it's like, it's a, it's a lot more involved too than, you know, just taking your kids to the gym and dropping them off. Right. Like there's like, there's nothing, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, it's, it's a lot more fun for the kids for sure that, you know, instead of just dropping them off at the front door, you're parking the car and walking in with them, getting the sweat on and sharing that experience with them. That's awesome. I think a lot of, a lot of kids definitely get out something out of that. And I hope the parents do too. Yeah, I think I, I 100% agree. And I think, I think some of the lessons there go beyond just, you know, just getting some exercise. Like, I mean, that's obviously great and 
if if parent and parent and child come in and get some fitness on that's that's amazing but yeah it's you know these these kids learn things like um simple things like hard work um perseverance and 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 teamwork obviously because they're partner workers but obviously in crossfit we always we always cheer each other on and do these kinds of things um like you said with brent and and rg who who have these little mini competitions with their with their kids is it, it also adds an element of fun to it and and yeah i mean doing doing stuff doing stuff with your parents you know, even when you're a preteen or a teenager as lame as it sounds you can't say you don't enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's part of the reason I, I love playing golf so much is because it's something, it's something me and my dad did that had like a, a bit of a competitive element to it. Cause obviously you're keeping score and stuff like that, but it's something we got to do together all the time. And that's, you know, that's, that's not something you can get, you know, doing just anything. Um, yeah. having, having, having that, having that in common with, with your parents or, or your children I think, uh, yeah, it's super important. Yeah. Like I'll use, again, I'll use Brent as an example just because I, I, I know he's been through a recent injury. So those of you who don't know, I think he nearly or partially tore his rotator cuff. So yeah. a lot of, a lot of things inside of the walls of the gym, he just can't do. Now that being said, if you go on back on the attendance record, there isn't a Saturday he's missed over that time period with injury. So that, to me, that's really cool. Not because like, hey, he's just keeping his fitness going, but he just taught his daughter who comes with him to to work out that even when you know shit hits the fan, when life's not going great, you can keep going. You just have to find a way to, to yeah. modify and change things up, right? Like he's is he doing squat snatches and things like that that you know might be laborious on his shoulder? No, but he's still chasing his goals and doing things that way. So he's still moving and he's teaching his daughter that like, you know, like he could have very well, like no one would, no one would bother him. No one would like call him names or ridicule him. If after he tore his shoulder, he just stayed in the home on the couch and watched Netflix for four weeks, rested up and came back. No one would say anything, but he, he put the work in and not even necessarily for himself, like I said, but just to say the point that like, you know what, you might be hurt, you might not be doing what you want to be doing, but you can keep moving forward in some way, shape, or form, which I think is a massive, valuable lesson for her to take away. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it is really awesome, especially, uh, especially because Brent is the teens coach. So he, he, teaches, um, he teaches the classes that the teens go to. So you know, not just for his daughter, but all of the teams that attend that class, they see, yeah. yeah, they see what, they see what he's, how he's working through something like that. And that obviously he has an injury that he has to be, he has to be mindful of, but there are definitely ways to still, to still get your fitness and recover from the injury at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to just eliminate it. And I think that builds on his relationship at home, but as a coach, it also builds on this relationship with his teams every week he comes in the coaches too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's um, yeah, he's a great example for not just the teams, but a lot of the members in the gym. And like you said before, we're, we hope to get him. We hope to get him on the show pretty soon here. Yeah. it would be awesome. I love them on. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think that's all I really have to say about, you know, relationships, quote unquote, within CrossFit. 
like we were saying before, whether, you know, whether you, whether it's with significant others or families or friends, if, if you, if you work out together, if you don't work out together, but you're both sort of still after the same things and then still keep things or still have things in common and, and, and can build on those relationships, whether it's inside or outside of CrossFit, having, having that as a sort of a stepping stone is, you know, is, is a nice, is a nice benefit to, to, to joining a CrossFit gym. Yeah. I, I, I always say that's if like, I love the fitness aspects of CrossFit. I love competing. I love, you know, the, the class environment of throwing down, you know, one hour of, of workout really quick and getting in and getting out. But the community is, you know, without a doubt, the favorite thing I have. I love about CrossFit. Yeah. And actually now that, now that you mention it, talking about competing, cause I know when you, when you came to Moirai, what was that? What was it like the first week you were even in Alberta? You did the Rocky yeah. Crusher with, yeah. with a bunch of the members here. And I mean, what better way to get to know some people you've never met than to go throw down in the mountains, lift some weights and do some running and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a team, really? Yeah. When you share some sweat with some people, like you'll, they'll tell you, they'll tell you, you know, things about their lives. And, and a lot of one of the, I remember like, you know, going to that competition, I, we went and we had a beer afterwards with like, uh, with two of our members, Josh and Jill and two of people that I've come become very close with over the last 11 10 11 months and you know this weekend to bang on the relationship thing more they're getting married so we're going to right. in the in the mountains so like yeah it's a, lot, it's a lot of things that you wouldn't get without crossfit yeah for sure it's you know i i don't really want to compare it to like going to war together or anything like that cause that's, <laughs> i mean those people that do that are far and above incredibly awesome people that uh um but you know when 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 you suffer together with with somebody else that that builds some pretty strong pretty strong bonds absolutely yeah i totally agree on that yeah cool so um i think we'll wrap it up there next week like i said hopefully hopefully we might uh might get brent on the show otherwise we'll we'll, we'll figure out something to talk about like we always do there's lots lots to talk about uh when it comes to not just crossfit but fitness in general so i think uh, you have yourself a good week i'm sure i'll see you at work yeah guys have a uh, awesome week thanks again for tuning in listen to the show for sure yep that's right everyone say bye to eric and his laundry <laughs> bye guys we'll see you later